You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 321. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. This coming Monday, we are hosting Sell a Piece of Art This Week Challenge and Coaching Week. Will I see you there? Just head over to sellmyartthisweek.com. This is the last time we're hosting this Coaching Week and Challenge for the rest of this year, and it will be a while before we host it again in 2024. So if you're joining us, it's wonderful to have you. If you haven't joined us yet, the kickoff call is officially this Sunday and we start the challenge and the coaching week on Monday. So again, head over to sellmyartthisweek.com and I've been sharing this message with you actually inspired by the podcast episode that I am sharing with you today. I heard myself use this phrase that was brought to my attention by my coaching mentor, James Wedmore, this concept of what if. And, you know, I know that it can sound like a tall ask to say, let's sell a piece of art this week. I mean, can you? Can you sell a piece of art this week? Well, yes, you can. Are you guaranteed to sell a piece of art this week? No, that's up to you. That's up to you and the work that you're willing to do during the week. That is up to you a lot of times in the belief that you have in yourself. There are many factors as to when and how art sells when it does. And that's what we talk about next week. And that's what we can do some coaching around as well. But at the end of the day, you don't participate. You don't put art out into the world next week. You definitely won't sell art. That is guaranteed. However, if you join us with a, what if this is possible for me attitude, then it's definitely possible for you. This concept of what if, a lot of times pay attention to your thinking, your self-talk. A lot of times, what if, whatever follows that statement is at least as has been the case for me in the past, and I hear it often on coaching calls, the what if is always going in the direction that we don't want. What if I join this challenge and I don't sell work? What if you join this challenge and you do sell work? What option do you choose? Do you choose the what if going the direction you don't want or the what if going the direction that you do want? And when we start to work on some of these topics within a coaching context, you 
you don't shy away from, well, what if, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't sell? You actually get to the bottom of that. You get to what is actually causing you to have concern about that. And when you do that, it begins to release some of that concern as well. But more on all of that later, more on that next week. What I want you to think about, especially if you're joining us on Monday, is what if I want you to come in with that perspective, that awareness around possibility, that belief in possibility. It's so interesting every time I host this challenge and I see that more and more of you are becoming more sophisticated around the desires that you have for your art and and looking to find the right support and not just hear all of the same approaches. And I get that. I really do. And simultaneously, there's probably a reason many people are teaching something similar because it works. And yet every artist who is teaching and mentoring, and in my case, coaching, we all have a unique perspective. But what's interesting to me is the resistance that's already started simply from a Facebook ad. Resistance does not inspire creativity. It does not inspire selling work. Resistance is something that keeps us on the other side of what we want. So Decide to trust, decide to be open, decide to have fun, decide to come in to sell a piece of art this week with the concept of what if this is possible for me? And the reason that I wanted to share that with you is because when you listen to me in this podcast, I caught myself in my own language saying, what if? My own thoughts were still going the direction of hosting a live video and saying, what if? What if no one comes to my live video? What if no one wants to coach with me? I'm doing the work too. And that is how we create transformation. Just one bit of awareness at a time and a willingness and a desire and following that up with the action that it takes to just make a change one step at a time one step at a time. That's all that we have to do. So I can't wait to see you. If you are catching this podcast early on Thursday, I am coaching again over on Instagram. What if you show up and you are so excited to coach with me on Thursday? It will be 11 a.m. Eastern time, which will be 8 a.m. Pacific time. And yes, I'm still on the East Coast. I would not be a good coach at 8 a.m. in the morning. Although maybe today I have been up at the crack of dawn, actually before the crack of dawn with all kinds of ideas for you. I am so excited to work with you next week. So I might see you over on Instagram today. This episode is a recording from the coaching session I had last week. We talk about some of the, I like to call it underpinnings of the beliefs that we hold that may cause us to feel fear around sharing our work. And Una comes on to talk to us about her fears around sharing 
her work and selling her work, her hesitation rather, her hesitation around putting her work out there, which is something that a lot of artists experience. And I share with you some more announcements at the opening. So enjoy this creative business coaching over coffee. But since I had my coffee over water, (laughs) enjoy. Happy Creative Thursday. Hello, it's Marisa. Happy Creative Thursday. Today, I want to tell you the story of this card box that Papyrus made back in the day already. It's been a minute since this box was created and I'm here visiting my mom in Florida. Sweetest thing, she has been a collector. In fact, the piece behind me is one of her pieces of mine. You know, we talk a lot about family and friends, like somehow they don't qualify for being collectors. And yet they are very often the people who get us started on our journey. So I always say they are, they are collectors. I definitely got started with friends and family. And so when I'm visiting her, I am reminded of my art journey because there are these little details that are surrounding me, um, which is just such a treat. And I'm so thankful for that. And so I want to tell you the story of this box with these characters. And I want to invite you to do some creative business coaching with me on this call. If you're here live, if you're catching this on replay, I hope I can answer some questions for you as well. But I've got a couple of announcements. So let's um, kick off with a couple a couple exciting um, events like we're having an in-person event. If you got the Creative Thursday email this morning, you will know that my friend Alyssa and I are hosting a painting, a floral design. So we're going to be designing flower arrangements and we are going to be doing arrangements one day, installations another day. It's going to be two days. It's going to be um, Friday. No, excuse me, Saturday, November 4th. <laughs> I should know because my wedding's a week later. Saturday, November 4th. It's going to be Sunday, November 5th. Those are the workshop days. And then Monday, we're having a special creative business brunch for you who are wanting to hang with us and have some creative business coaching on that Monday. So you can join for one day, you can join for two days, you can join for all three days. And for you who are joining before next Wednesday, um, September 20th, I sent a special code in the Creative Thursday email today that will give you $100 off to join us. And if you need any space in Los Angeles, if you're coming from out of town, I am working with this really lovely boutique hotel that's about 
eight to 10 minutes away, all depends on traffic in Los Angeles. And that boutique hotel um, is offering a special rate for you who may be coming in from out of town. But I definitely would need to know ahead of time how many of you are coming. And that would be sooner rather than later. So be sure to get in touch. And I didn't ask you, can you hear me okay? We got the old dishwasher going in the background. So I put this lavalier on. I'm just chatting away uh, before we get into some business coaching. Can you hear me okay? Can you do me a, a wonderful favor and just drop an emoji into the chat that we are good to go as I share more announcements. So the first is the floral design and painting workshop. Check your email. If you're not on the Creative Thursday email list, please join us over at creativethursday.com. That's where I share the most to be honest. I love you here on Instagram and I am planning to host some live sessions on Creative Thursday like this. So stay tuned for next week as well. I will be back. I've got to be honest, being on the East Coast, I kind of like the schedule better. I'm not really a morning person. <laughs> so I like to start my talking part of my day. The, uh, in the evening, actually. No, I, I'm better in the afternoon. My expansive artist members know we usually start our calls at 1 p.m. Pacific time, which is 4 p.m. Eastern, which is actually my peak time of day. Do you have a peak time of day? It's good to know as a business owner. It is good to know because it helps, you know, we do this to have a certain amount of freedom in our schedule and it helps to it helps to be able to structure your day to support that. So it would be around this time, most likely, um, give or take. I'll be sure to let you know. It, right now it's 12, just after 12 p.m. Eastern, just after 9 a.m. Pacific. Don't ask me to do all the other um, time zones in my head. Not my specialty. <laughs> Math in my head, not my specialty. All right, so thank you. Thank you, Una. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Rue. Good to see you. Great to have all of you here. And so you can hear me. This is a good thing. And if someone's coming on for coaching, I've got an earbud tucked away as well. So um, I should be able to hear you. So Floral Design and Painting Workshop, Creative Business Brunch, November, I don't know why I keep forgetting, 4th, 5th, and 6th, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. And you can come for one of those three days or two of those three days. And as I was starting to say, I sent the scoop in the email. There's an invite. There is a special early registration code for you for $100 off. I would definitely hop on that quickly and it's limited space. The plan is that this event will be hosted at my home studio in Los Angeles. Um, we have a beautiful garden. We have an indoor area as well. And so it's going to be a really intimate event where we get to get together and do what I love to do the most, which is make art together. Like, did I show you? Um, make art together and then also to uh, talk about creative business, which is why I'm here, <laughs> which is also why I'm here. So the other second announcement is that we are hosting um, for the last time this year, Sell My Art This Week, and I'll drop the 
link to join us. You're getting, you may have seen ads. They are out there. They are running. I am so grateful for those ads because I have met so many of you, so many of our expansive artist members. We connected first via an ad. So as I was starting to say, I love I love this platform. I love the ability to connect with you. And I go to my email first and I go to my podcast first and I'm working to come and be here more often as well. Um, and working to have time, you know, to create some art, do some watercolors in the background. You know, as a creative business owner, we have to prioritize. And so I've been working to create space uh, to be able to really spend more time here, which is why I'm here today. And sellmyartthisweek.com. As an expansive artist member, you are our guest. So you also hopefully checked your email. Your expansive artist email went out today and uh, I sent a note yesterday with the code for you to join as our guest because as part of Sell My Art this week, it's not only a four-day challenge to step you through selling your work. My particular framework, I call it the artful selling practice for how I built a business that is was adding it up. We're heading into our 20th year next year, our 20th year from the time I bought creativethursday.com. It took me a few years to consider myself profitable and uh, actually making a living from my art. So I often say 2007 was my business anniversary. So I've created the artful selling practice out of what helped me end up with cards that were sold through papyrus that are still sold through papyrus not this one you can't get this card deck anymore um, so it's really special that my mom has one I have a couple as well at my home studio but there are steps that I took that got me here and I share that with you and then what's unique about this experience is that I offer coaching calls. There are also Q&A calls because naturally a lot of questions come up and we I host them Monday through Thursday. And so the start date is September 25th. There are replays available for you if you aren't able to make one of the calls. Um, certainly making them is great. We also have a prize for you who attend all of them and it's an opportunity for us to chat and um, connect with coaching because if you listen to today's podcast, I talk about how to get support as a creative and I break down from my unique perspective as somebody who started teaching online in 2008. That was my very first course, Life in the Fishbowl, Life as an Artist Online. And then I was actually one of the early teachers with my friend Susanna Conway teaching how to teach online. Of course, it's a very different landscape than it was back then. And it gives me a certain perspective around what's going on in this space in terms of free ways to learn, paid ways to learn, um, more, you know, specialized ways to learn. I had just for the first time opened up one-on-one -on -one coaching opportunities. They're closed right now, but there may be more uh, coming in October. So you're welcome to DM me if you're interested in learning more or want to be added to a list when one of those spots open up. 
and I talk to you about all the ways that we can work together, all the ways that you can get support as a creative because that's something I needed to do way earlier. I won't go into that story because I go into detail on today's podcast. And so as I share with you the story of the papyrus box, if you would like to have some coaching today, the way it works is that you would um, request to come on live with me and we uh, can do a little bit of coaching. So I will look for those requests coming. And uh, with Sell My Art This Week, you should also know if you are on the Expansive Artist waitlist, we're gonna be opening the doors to the Expansive Artist so we can work together and continue working together through the rest of the year, if not the whole year. And this will be the last time that we're opening the doors to the expansive artists in two weeks. So definitely get on the wait list at creativethursday.com. And then like I shared, if you want to work with me before and see what it's like to learn from me, to be a part of the calls, the kind of calls I host, the conversations we have, we aren't really small talk. <laughs> I give you lots of practical tips, but I have learned in over 20 years of working for myself. A huge part of this journey is, as many often say, it's between our ears, right? It's, it's our mind. It's our mindset. It's things that beliefs that we hold, a current identity we have about ourselves and what we're capable of. These are the bigger picture behind what's going to help you actually take action and take the steps that you want to take in order to get the success that you want. And I always remind you that that success is for you to decide. The path of an artist is not one straight line Actually, no entrepreneur's path is a straight line. But the path of an artist in particular looks different for everyone. And um, I've seen some artists sharing, and this is on my list to share as well, sort of like a pie graph of all the ways that we have made or make revenue in our creative business. So I identify first as an artist, a visual artist, but I also consider myself a creative business owner. I'm very spherical. Lots of things are a spherical journey for me. Um, that's why I'm making a circle shape. If you're listening to this on audio later, I'm making a circle shape with my hand because uh, rather than a straight line, we're often visiting various elements of what I call the artist success path. If you're an expansive artist member, you know about that. And it's actually featuring a number of the characters for the artist success path. I make it spherical because if we're always learning and growing, which is required, I personally feel it's a requirement for business today, then there are going to be elements of our business that we've done once, but that we may revisit. Um, and that includes our art. I talk a lot about this lately because I'm in an evolutionary period and Nobody I know, um, if you know of anyone having this conversation, really talks about what it's like to become known for a certain style, exhibit A, to become known for a certain style and to want to evolve. 
not totally away from that style. I love painting my characters, but want to evolve in all the ways that I can grow as an artist. And so I've started to talk more about that as well. But I'd like to share with you, if you think that would be interesting, all the parts of the pie of revenue of how I've created Creative Thursday, um, which again is 19, I'm <laughs> going into 20 years of having the creativethursday.com domain. Buying those domains are very significant, I believe, because they're setting a very powerful intention. So if you would like to do coaching, just click a button. Um, I promise we will have fun. <laughs> just click a button that says you request to be in my live video. And I'm having a sip out of my Tervis tumbler. So very Florida. So very Florida me. I actually had my coffee already. So technically we're, it's creative business over water. Not nearly as dynamic, not nearly as catchy. So the story of these cards is that, you know, I'm self-taught. Nobody told me I could make a living as an artist. You may know this story. Wasn't really at a place, you know, where I necessarily felt I could do it. And so I majored in advertising, which is so interesting being here in Florida and Sarasota specifically because I'm right next door to the Ringling School of Art and Design, which is so incredible. Um, so many of the artists, and I know this because my first job out of college, I worked with a room. I worked as a graphic designer with a room full of Ringling grads. <laughs> I'm like, I just should have gone. I should have gone. I should have applied to Ringling, but I didn't believe that I could really even, I was, you know, of the talent to apply to an art school. And then I really thought, well, what am I going to do with a degree in art? It's not likely that I'm going to make a business out of this. And so I decided to, as I shared, major in advertising. So for me to ultimately end up, you know, selling cards on a global level through one of the most beautiful card companies, Papyrus, I, I love their cards, to go from not even wanting to apply to an art school to, to being able to, again, have my art sold in this way, there are obviously some steps to that. It's not something where I decided and then I just said, oh, okay, well, now I'm going to sell my art on papyrus. It was, I think it may have been 2010. So if I started Creative Thursday with a domain in 2004, and then I really started my blog and what was my initial podcast in 2006, that was July, 2006. And then I really started to make a consistent income, a living in March of 2007. Then it was another three years. I'll have to double check, but another three years before Papyrus and I started collaborating. And my confidence had grown then because I reached out. Um, I was given a contact through a friend of mine at the time. And, you know, I talk about this a lot in the expansive artists, like the value of our community 
And so often we think what we're doing here, especially on Instagram, just is not getting any traction. Like we're, we're talking into a void and, or we're connected or we are doing all the things you might in the background be saying, well, Marisa, I'm getting support and I'm, you know, have a mentor and I'm connected to a community and I just don't feel the traction. Well, those are the moments where you've got to stick with it the most. Those are not the moments to give up. Those are the moments to have faith in something that you may not see yet, in something that hasn't happened yet. And every part of my being had to believe in that in order for me to start Creative Thursday, every part of my being, because I had nothing, I had nothing. There was like barely an internet. You know, I was willing to invest my savings. I was willing to go into debt for this business. Not my recommendation. If you can avoid that, please do. But I share that with you to say that's how much I wanted this. And I wanted it to see it all the way through. And so I had to have that level of confidence and that level of confidence to get me to a certain place to connect with other creatives, to reach out to them for guidance or support. This particular creative I reached out to or who connected me with Papyrus you know, was more established. She was a photographer more established than I was. So not being intimidated by that, you know, being in contact with people who are ahead of you and not feeling less than in any way, shape or form because your journey is beginning or you are taking a different path. And so all of that to say, this is what I share often, you never know when something's going to pop. You never know. And very often it's through one connection one, right? We, we enter this world, we're on social media right now, and we think, I'm going to reach hundreds of thousands of people. I want things to go viral. And maybe you're not one of those. <laughs> maybe that's not your goal. You're like, listen, lady, I would just like to reach a few people. And that's great. And you are. If you're here, you're reaching a few people. And remembering that every one of you who are here on this live, I see you. I thank you for being here. Every one of you who are here, you are a person. You're like, yes, last I checked, last I checked, I am a person. You are a valuable, worthy, wonderful person. And when we remember this and we are connecting from a place of, you know, what can I bring to you today through this chat? hopefully a few things, because we've talked about a number of areas of this creative journey, but remembering that just one person can end up connecting you to your next licensing collaboration, can end up, which for me, Papyrus, if I make that pie chart for you, Papyrus was one of the best licensing contracts I had. Could not have anticipated that a box of cards um, and it was more than a box of cards. It was a Halloween card, Thanksgiving card, 
I think we started with Halloween. Who's excited for Halloween, by the way? It's coming up. I don't mean to rush us, but it's coming up. Um, it was one, a couple of Valentine cards. And then this, <laughs> the sock monkeys. Who doesn't love the sock monkeys? And this was a huge, you know, a huge shift in my business for so many reasons. And again, it came out of one contact. So when you are connected to people, the favorite, right? Well, this one was Lewis and Lionel, not Lewis and Oscar. Look how cute that little thing is. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the frog rescue yesterday, but you know that my obsession with cuteness and little things has never left me since childhood. And it found its way into this art. So this one connection led to doing work with papyrus, the pandas, which grew certainly, you know, a lot of times we're like, well, I don't have the confidence I need to really succeed. Well, that's something else that we get to practice beforehand because it's that particular confidence that you can't wait on someone else to approve of you to give yourself confidence because you might be waiting a long time. People are confident in you when they're responding to you and your energy. And if you didn't get a chance to last uh, listen to the prior three episodes, 317, 318, 319, I talk about the energy behind selling your work. Um, because again, we're talking a lot about practical steps, but what about your confidence? What about you is looking for, you know, some kind of validation and approval from someone else before you really show up and say, well, what if I made cards, the jackalope and friends? What if I made cards for papyrus? There was a certain amount of confidence that had come from me just saying, I, I believe that this is occurring to me for the very first time. I believe that confidence came for me just being so proud of myself that I put myself out in the world this way. I think that's where it started. And then that, along with the vulnerability of, I don't know exactly how this is going to work. You know, that sharing of that, just like I'm sharing with you now, I don't know. I don't know where new work is going to evolve to, but I'm loving the watercolors and I am loving what's coming through. I hope to get to do this with you in November in person would be so wonderful. I'm holding up a floral watercolor if you're just listening sharing the journey, sharing the evolution part of my artist journey, sharing the steps that did work for me, the steps that didn't work for me in terms of my creative journey. That's what I'm passionate about. It's what I've always been passionate about. And then taking a moment to just say, well, I'm here, right? I'm here today on this Creative Thursday. You're here, which if you just jumped on, did I miss you? Who would like coaching today? Do I, I hope I, uh, I hope you're not scared to coach and we can have a conversation just 
I know it's a little awkward, right? Because you've got to come on live and then there you are. And I can't hide you. I can't hide your, I can't hide your camera. You can also ask me a question in the chat if you would like to. I just put up a sticker. I don't think I've ever done that in my stories before. Um, I put up a sticker asking you if you would like to ask me anything about running a creative business. And so I'll start collecting those questions um, so I can come on and share with you. But what's on your mind? What is challenging you right now? Is it Instagram? Is it feeling like you are not finding your people? You know, um, I'm looking to the right right now because I really appreciate when you join Sell My Art this week, we ask you a couple of questions. And it's not just busy work. We're not asking you questions um, to keep you busy. We ask you what your greatest challenge is when it comes I was paused for a moment um, due to poor connection. I hopefully I'm back. And we ask you, fast forward one year from now, what's one goal you are most proud of accomplishing? And I love to read through this because it helps me to, um, it really helps me to know what's on your mind right now because certainly for all of us, Certainly for all of us, um, it's different. It, you're, if you're starting right now, it's different than when I started. And the one way that I'm connected to you, though, is because I am evolving as an artist. And so that means that my collectors that collected um, the original Creative Thursday characters may or may not come with me on the journey. But... I've established myself online for close to 20 years. And so there's no way we can be in exactly the same place, right? And I want to know what's on your mind. So uh, Monica did ask a question. Are you still licensing with Papyrus? Yes, I am. The two cards, the two Valentine cards that were the most successful, they extended the contract. And so those still appear. I am trying to remember one of our expansive artist members found it in, oh, Diana found it in the grocery store. She posted it into our community this year. I think it was at Whole Foods um, in the States. She found it. It's often been in Target. And so, yes, it's still happening. And I'm in touch with the creative director there who basically gave me my break. And, you know, I'm invited to submit work. And I've also um, not felt ready to submit anything. I don't uh, feel like anything that I'm currently creating is particularly unique um, at this moment but I'm inviting the possibility for what's coming. And I am in a unique position right now where I get to take time with my art and I've chosen to build a business that is giving me that because uh, burnout is real. And when you are creating for a living for that many years, 
you've got to find times of rest within that. So one of the ways that I'm passionate about helping you is helping you build a business, not with burnout in mind, like of any expectation of that, but to start from the beginning to set yourself up in a way where that's not likely to happen to you. And um, to be aware of the cycles and seasons of a creative business as well. So Uno is saying, I have resistance to publish my new original artworks and to post on social media more often. And so Una, of course, you're, we've coached before. You are well, more than welcome to come on. Um, if you have coached with me, if you are currently in the Expansive Artists or the Red Dot Society, you are welcome to be coached here also. I just want to make that clear. I hope, I just assume you know. If you're here live and I can help you and we get to work together and we get to have a one-on-one -on -one chat, um, I know it's, it's on Instagram and, and the replay will be saved. Um, but we'll make sure to tell people where they can find you as well. You are welcome to come on because my question to you would be, what are you afraid of? Well, more, what are you afraid will happen when you post? That's one question, you know, the most obvious, right, for, for any artist would be, well, I'm afraid people aren't going to buy them. Or, you know, if I submit artwork to Papyrus, I'm afraid, well, what if they don't like it and they reject it? Well, they didn't take all of my designs. You know, the beauty of working with a collaborator is that they have their perspective too, and they know what works for their audience and for their market. And our job selling direct to our collectors is to begin to figure that same thing out. And it's not always the most um, obvious. There's practice in sharing regularly, in connecting with your audience and your collectors. All right, Una is ready <laughs> to be, she's being our brave, our brave um, artist who's coming on and we can have this, we can talk about this a little bit further. So here we go, Una, I'm coming over to you. There you are, I think. <laughs> are you there? Are you there, Una? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, and can you, ah, you can see my camera on the other side. I have to turn the camera, okay. There she is. We'll <laughs> we'll tell you what work. Hello. So you were talking about having resistance to putting more original work, which you create this incredible origami work that is unlike anything I've ever seen before. And so when I asked you that question what came to mind for you? Is there something that you are afraid would happen when you put that work out there? I was thinking about it today. Um, maybe one thing is like that I don't want to let let them go. <laughs> That's a, that is a valid that a part of me doesn't. Yes, that is. Uh, so so let's explore that further. What does it mean for you to let them go? What is it that you want to hold on to with those particular pieces? 
I don't know. There's a part of me who wants them, like I want other people to enjoy them. Don't really understand. Like it's happened um, recently that I really I said online that I would put them up in the website, and I and I didn't put them up. <laughs> you didn't. Were you? You didn't put them up. Did you tell everyone that you haven't put them up yet? <laughs> it's. I always say it's okay. For us to change I our said, minds. I'm going to put them up soon. <laughs> okay. This week. I think fast. <laughs> Do you have collectors who've asked about them and who are waiting for them? No. No. So is holding on to them potentially a way to keep yourself safe if someone didn't collect an original? Uh, maybe, um, like, I, yeah, I didn't, I actually, I didn't sell, didn't sell any yet of the originals. I just saw, sold products uh, that were, they, they were from photos of the originals or from uh, digital designs. So, yeah, I haven't sold originals yet. So maybe there's a little bit of an idea that, I didn't find someone who wants to collect those yet. So I'm glad that you said yet because a couple of things. One is you know that people appreciate your work, your current audience, because they have bought reproductions with your work on them. And because of the intricacy and detail to your work, you know, your originals are at a certain price point. And so very often our collectors start with a you know a starting price point and then they they work up to an original over time and it's always something to consider that you give that person who's maybe been waiting to have one would like to have one has been saving for one to have the opportunity to purchase one and I just want to say I appreciate your honesty about this and I want to clarify, you know, it may or may not be what's keeping you from putting them out there. I just think this concept of wanting to keep originals, you know, it's for us to really be honest. Why, what is it about the original that we want to keep? And sometimes as an example, it might be, I know I keep certain originals because I know that I'm probably not going to create something quite like that, or I know it's a transition piece that's really special. So sometimes I have held those aside or um, it's deeply personal to me. And so I've, I've kept it. But I also, when I hear artists talk about holding on to their pieces, I always don't relate because I think, well, I'll create more. Nothing motivates me more as an artist than when a piece sells. And, and it's always a little bit intimidating to put work out there, especially if it's new or what if you haven't sold a piece before. You know, these are, this is the muscle that we develop as artists to continue to have the courage to believe in our work and put it out for someone to collect it and trust that it will find its home and navigate that journey in 
all the ways that it's informing us. Maybe there are shifts to how we create, what we create, the sizes that we create in. You know, I'm never going to be here to say, please lower your prices. <laughs> I can't. I cannot in good conscience. Usually it's like, please raise your prices. I know that can be part of the conversation for sure. But I've worked with you, Una, and I know we've talked about this in the past. And so, you know, if you genuinely want to hold on to them, that is a valid, of course, you know, valid and understandable. And if saying that you want to hold on to them is actually another way of keeping you safe, then that's something to look at. Because if they, if they don't sell, what happens then? I don't know. I, I'm filling up the, the whole place. <laughs> and what will happen then? If you have a space filled with beautiful art. You know, at, uh, at the, um, lately, because I did uh, develop um, clothing out of the designs, um, I found like... Um, um, I did collections uh, with with the original, with the clothing. And it, like it made more more sense for me. Yeah. I have like a collection one with one design, starting first. So, so it, it, it gave me more um, uh, cost. And uh, as well that uh, like I have fun doing all these different um, designs. I, I just did the sticker. That's a new thing I'm going to add. So I get. I get I guess I'm experimenting and I'm uh, trying to do something that excites me so I can show that excitement as well. Yes, and it's wonderful to hear you say that you're experimenting because that's such a huge part of what we do, not just as artists and business, but as business owners in general, we're always experimenting. Some things are going to work. Some things aren't. I loved how your clothing turned out. And initially would have never thought it wouldn't have occurred to me to use your designs in that way. And it just looked so great. And so a lot of times, you know, through experimenting, through certain things not working, we find the path where it does work. But what would be interesting for you to consider is you've been growing your business consistently. And in terms of your business, you know, awareness of who you are, awareness of your brand, sending your emails, you're, you've been really good about going live, um, participating again in Small Studio Sunday and going live and just engaging and if you haven't made originals available in a while, there may be new people or people who, as I shared earlier, who are following you, who are interested in them. And the one thing that is really important as a business owner, and as I started to say, you know, you always have the right to change your mind. You do. I've seen artists do it where we're going to release work and then we're not quite ready to release the work. Either we want to add more pieces or who knows, maybe we get cold feet and we're like, I'm not releasing the work or we didn't get the website up. It's all right. It's okay. Nobody's perfect. However, 
staying in integrity with what you say you are going to do is really important. And so if you, mostly for you, mostly for you to stay in integrity with your commitments to yourself as an artist, and then the collectors follow follow that lead. And so if you do change your mind, which it sounds like you did, this is for the benefit of everyone listening, then you want to say that, and then you want to go ahead and see it through. That is the, regardless of the outcome, because the outcome of whether someone buys or doesn't buy your work has no bearing on who you are as an artist and who you are as a person. And when you really come to understand that, that's when you can continue to move forward with more confidence in what you're doing because it doesn't become about you and your worthiness. And that's the courage, right? That's what it takes to be an artist, to put your work into the world and to truly release it to whatever's going to happen with it. But going back to this concept of being in integrity, if we're building a business on like, know, and trust, someone has to like us, know us, trust us, that ultimately you want to stay in integrity with building that trust. And I just realized as I said that, I'm like, it doesn't matter if someone doesn't like your work. (laughs) It doesn't. The people, as I go, and like no trust matters, just to clarify. Sometimes I hear things coming out of my mouth and I'm like, let's just address that for a second. Your collectors, your people will like, know, and trust you. That will just be part of it. And for those who don't, for those who, for whom an original is not in the cards right now or something that they want, again, they will stay with you or they won't stay with you. And at the end of the day, you are always a whole person, a whole beautiful creative person, and you are giving someone the opportunity to connect with that uh, beauty that you create and have it as a part of, in in this case, their home or wherever they will treasure that piece. And then we just let that go and trust that that person is going to find us. So with that said, because it's almost power hour time for the expansive artists, maybe I'll see you there. I'm actually going to paint on power hour today. I'm sitting here at my temporary studio slash kitchen table at my mom's. Um, What do you think your next step is when it comes to choosing to put this work out there or not? Staying in integrity can also be, I've decided not to. Although I don't necessarily recommend that because I think that when we say we're going to do something, we just, we've got to do it. And it's one of the benefits of saying, I'm going to share my work. It's how the daily painting method got started with me, where I said, I'm going to share work and that accountability matters to me. And so it got me to share, even if I don't want to. I put in my email today that I was coming on for creative business coaching over coffee slash water. And I probably wouldn't come if I didn't say it. 
because <laughs> I'd rather be making art sometimes, mm-hmm. right? I don't always want to put myself out into the world, mm-hmm. but I also do love it. And it always helps me just to get over that hur- that first initial hurdle of, oh my goodness, I'm going live on Instagram. What if no one shows up? What if no one wants to coach with me? What if no one has a question? All those same things come up regardless of the business. And I go, oh, well, I'm here and I have things to offer. And I always hear from you that you enjoy it. And I always, um, if it saves and we have good sound, we put this up on the podcast and you get to enjoy it there. And it's really, really special to be able to do this. But I know how to work with my own brain and my own um, dialogue that still sometimes wants me to stay behind the scenes for very good reasons. No one's going to argue with me about making art (laughs) instead of talking. But I know that I help people and I know that I love helping people. And I hope that this conversation has been helpful for you. And so I bring it back to you and I say, what do you think your next step will be around sharing your art? Uh, yeah, I, I I think I'm going to publish this two artworks I said I would. This is exciting. <laughs> publish. Uh, I can't even say, yeah, it was a little bit slow, but a little bit of resistance, but you know. <laughs> it's all right. I had a prize coming up as well. Like I had an idea for the prize. That was a little bit another obstacle. Uh, trying like to change the prices a little bit. Uh, so the, the idea is maybe do like a little bit of a different price for those ones that are new. Uh, I may be doing that. But um, yeah, next step, I, I publish them, make them available. All right. Well, I'm excited. I'll, I'll look forward to hearing how it goes. And when it will be, is it going to be in the next week? Yeah, yeah, probably um, maximum Tuesday with the, with the email. Normally, I send the email on Tuesday. Okay, that's my deadline. That's your deadline. Okay, success. <laughs> success. We'll hear how it goes. And Una, where can your collectors, someone who's listening to this, catching this on? Um, the live or the replay, or if we end up putting this up on the podcast, where can they join your email list? Because I know Una is a very good emailer and um, comes up with all kinds of fun things with the work that she's doing. It's very inspiring and has a lot of a beautiful message to share. Where can we find you? Uh, on Instagram, it's una.mars. It's U-N-A dot M-A-R-Z. And my website is unamars.com, U-N-A-M-A-R-Z.com. All right. Thank you. Thank you for being courageous today (laughs) and saying yes to some coaching. Uh, Thank you. you. And I'll be back here uh, next Thursday for uh, more coaching with you. If you are hanging out this time and you're like, all right, thank you for the advance notice, Marisa. Maybe I'll be ready to chat with you next Thursday. We'll do it again. If Una's here, I know I'll get to see her in the Expansive Artists and so hopefully she'll 
keep us posted, but we can check in with her and leave your work up, right? Don't take it away <laughs> right away. Give everyone a chance. And I just created the most recent artful selling tip in the expansive artist about post promotion marketing. A lot of times when we are so courageous and we're like putting ourselves out there and then we want to retreat. It took so much energy for us to do it sometimes that we don't want to talk about it anymore. And what if it doesn't sell right away? And so we're not going to talk about it ever again because we start getting our head or, or we just simply don't know how business marketing works and that people need to know more than once. And they need to know even after it's been released, they need to be reminded many, many times today. And so make sure that you let them know. And then when you sell that piece, you'll let us all know and post it to your Instagram as well so we can celebrate you. I'm excited for you. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, my pleasure. <laughs> and I will um, see everyone. I'll see expansive artists in the Power Hour in just a few minutes um, where we get together and do some work virtually in our co-working session or co-painting creating session. And I'll see you here Thursday. Come and join me for the last sellmyartthisweek.com. Get you inspired and fired up to do some art selling before the holiday sales season begins. And I have some coaching time. Um, we do some hot seats on the calls and we do Q&A during the live calls during that session. And as an expansive artist member, don't forget that you have the opportunity to join as a guest if you want to come play with us also. And come and paint with us in uh, Los Angeles in November on the 4th and 5th and Creative Business Brunch on the 6th. I'm really excited. I cannot wait for yeah. some in-person painting. So thank you again, Una, and I'll uh, see you soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.